Welcome to Stuck in My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E Wise, and I have a special guest. He's here for round two. He's the great actor, director, writer. He's actually recently won a lot of awards, man. This man is killing it right now on the award scenes right now. The amazing Bill Foster's in the house. Hey, thank you for having me. Hey, Bill, man. Oh, man. Thank you for coming back on. Yes, I just... Yeah, yeah, I see your hat. Yes, that's one of the one of the yeah, sure. movie hat right there. One of our merchandise running kind of low right now, but I guess we need to refill our cabinets. Awesome, that's great, man. That's great. I love to hear that. So yes, now so you just recently won a lot of awards, man. For uh, I've got your six, which was uh, the movie you did with all the veterans and all that, which yeah. is is amazing. So that that won a couple of awards recently, and then. Yeah. Uh, one of the other movies you shot won a couple of awards as well. Yeah, uh, at, out at uh, Tombstone, really Wilcox at the film festival called Wild Bunch Film Festival. It's all westerns, modern day and and uh, the old style. And uh, I've got your six as a modern day western, and we won seven awards, I believe, on that. And then my uh, screenplay. I heard the quail whistle won second as a screenplay, and then it won uh, overall best unpublished uh, work as a as a manuscript. And then my published novel also won best published novel. So I believe I had nine awards in my pocket when I left, and a musician had two awards from I've Got Your Six. So all in all, we carried home, I guess, uh, 11 awards. Oh man, so, that's that's a that's a big that's a big that's a big uh, night, man. That's that's no, man, I don't know how you gonna fit all the, I don't know how you fit all those in the trunk or something. I don't know how did you get all those home? Oh man, <laughs> very carefully because I didn't want to break a one of them. You know, <laughs> it was hard to carry them all, but uh, it was it was an amazing night. That won't ever happen again. You know, I we we I won a few awards and then it kind of got lull there for a while. It wasn't winning anything. I was like, well. I guess that's all we're going to win. And then all of a sudden they started rolling in. And the most, the, the biggest shock of the night for me was when I won a director's choice, best director. And that to me was to me, the biggest honor of all, you know, you can write and there's a lot of writers there and, and the actors are there. And, you know, we got best uh, modern day short uh, director's choice. And that was a, you know, that was a big thrill because that didn't involve everybody, you know. Uh, and then but when he announced that I was the best director, I, I was shocked. I, I really couldn't believe I won that one. And that's the first movie I've just directed. I wrote it and directed I did not act in it. You know, Showdown of Brazos, which I'm wearing right now, I acted in it, and we just wrapped it. It's a feature movie. But, uh, you know, this is the, I've Got Your Six is the first fully one that I've just directed and I found my love, you know, I, I liked acting and directing at the same time. But when we went back about three weeks ago and reshot some scenes for showdown, I was in a couple of scenes. And as soon as I got in front of the camera, I was like, 
I want to be behind the camera, <laughs> you know, get me back over there on the other side. <laughs> and just found out today uh, is nominated in Los Angeles. I've got your six for best drama short and best uh, Western short in the Indie Fest out there. So uh, we'll find out uh, day after tomorrow if we won on anything on that. That's awesome. You just, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure you will win that because right now you're, you're killing it. You're, you're, you're on fire right now. So hopefully you will bring you, you will be racking up some more awards and and Thank adding you. some more up to the mantle. Yes, uh, the, I've got your six. It's also going to show in Chicago because it made a finalist there. We didn't win any awards, but just making the finals, you know. And you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, these are bought awards." Hey, hey, where's your film? I don't care. Where's your film? Put it in there with 100, 200 more films, you know, and then then we'll see how what you think, if it's a bought award or not. Yes, you have to pay the entry, but you, nobody's going to come knocking on your door to give you an award. you got to put yourself out there, and, and I, there's a bunch of them. I'm not, you know, I, I apply for several and don't get anything, so it's not an easy task by any means, but I really think we've got something with the all-veteran. I've got your six because right now the only thing – that has not done anything on. I entered it in the con film festival and it really wasn't even finished, but I had to get a deadline in there. And so we put it in there and, and so we didn't make that one, but everything else I've entered it in, it's made the finalist on. So uh, I, I was real surprised when it made it to LA, you know, cause tech, you know, it's all veterans and, and California, you know, be on the liberal side. I, I was really worried that it may play into it, but it it's, speaks for itself. Um, and I really have, Really pleased with the final product. That's awesome, man. Yes, because last time you was on, we we spoke about the the movie and everything. Which you 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 when you decided to shoot, you decided to shoot it with nothing with veterans in the cast, which which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And and then you was also you still had a couple of movies as in, in pre production and post production and all that. And now you, yep. you're now you're shooting the um what was the one shooting now. I've just wrapped up Showdown on the Brazos, the first feature, and we're in pre-production on I Heard the Quail Whistle. That's the one that won some awards the other day. And uh, we're hoping to start filming it uh, in April sometime. It'll take that long before we, you know, get financing for it because, you know, we self-finance Showdown. We can't do that again. But the reasoning behind that is our first movie, and we said if we can't invest in ourselves, why would distribution invest in us? And so we're fixing to get a meeting with distribution next week and talk about, you know, going out with it. And so hopefully it'll be streaming before long. And, and, uh, we've like about two months on editing. Uh, it's on his second round of editing with a different editor, you know, cause everybody sees things different. And so we edit it and then we send it to a more experienced editor and he's doing all the color grading and, and he, what he's gifted at is taking a, a scene that's a minute long cutting it down to about 30 seconds and it says the same thing. I, he's gifted. I mean, I was just like, yeah, do it, you know, because, you know, he said it's not dances of wolves. We can't be three hours. <laughs> you know, we're trying to get it down to about an hour and a half. We were an hour and 50 under the old one. And, and then we added three weekends of filming. So we're still shooting for that hour and a half. So, you know, the more experience you get, the, the more you say, okay, cut this out, cut that out. And, uh, that way the, the audience uh, stays. You know, today's audience, I don't know if they could watch a uh, Dances with Wolves anymore or uh, or anything like that because they're so, you know, it has to be so f- short-paced. I mean, you know, everything has to be short and very attention. Uh, and uh, I don't know if they could watch another three-hour yeah, movie. Like, I don't, like, I don't mm-hmm. know I don't know many people who sat through The Irishman. Like, 
Like, yeah, who, no, who, who, some people who had to sit there. I've never finished yeah, it. And it took me like three sittings. Yeah, it's know? like some people had to take like two sittings to finish watching it. I still haven't watched it because I'm like, I really don't want to sit down and watch a movie for three hours. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that wasn't my goal when I started this. I was shooting for an hour and a half when I first started. But like I told my editor, I'd rather shoot 15 scenes and you use five of them than I had shoot five scenes and you need 15. And so it gives you plenty to chop from and hit, you know, the movie business, a lot of people don't realize this. Of course you shoot it out of order, but you can take something you shot for something else and cut it up and use it in a different place in the movie, you know? And so it, it it's funny how that works. And we've got a new trailer, only the distribution is going to see it, but man, it, it's great. I love it. Everybody sees it just falls out of their chair, loving it. So uh, hopefully we'll have that out real quick after distribution sees it. Uh, distribution is kind of funny. They don't want a lot of trailers out because it kind of gives away oh, some yeah. of what they want to give away, you know? And so we, we uh, have that one out on YouTube right now, but that's the only one we've got out. And so, and it won some awards, but this trailer is a lot better. And so once we get the permission to put it out there, it'll be out there. It, it's, it's pretty awesome. 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 Yes. So uh, recently I had, um, a, a mutual friend, Charlie Marie, was on the show. She was yeah. actually in Texas shooting when uh, when I spoke to her. She's like, really? I can't, she I can't tell you. Job. In fact, she's on the trailer. She's like, she I can't, I can't job. tell you what I'm doing. I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, I'm in Texas. I'm shooting. I'm like, are you shooting with our friend Bill Foster? She's like, maybe. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I was like, yes. I, yeah. She did a great job. Has a great look. And, uh, you know, it says a lot for somebody, not only do they have a look, but if they can do what you want them to do. And she's got some experience acting, so she made a great extra. And, you know, they're coachable. A lot of a lot of extras and a lot of actors aren't real coachable. And so, you know, you, you, you try to walk to your right to your left, and they go left or right. <laughs> and, you know, we were trying to shoot one scene. I was getting frustrated. I drew a line in the sand. I said, here, follow this line right here. But Charlie, <laughs> man, she did great. And uh, and I tell you what, Charlie did after she was wrapped, she got her everyday clothes on and came back and worked as a PA, all for free. You know, man, she did a great job. I'll use her in the next movie for sure. That's that's awesome, man. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, when she she was on the show, she was like, because she has to come back on because she didn't she was she she didn't have time much time her time was uh-huh. limited that day, so we did like fifteen twenty minutes. So she she's like. And she was upset because she really didn't have the time that she wanted to spend do the show. So I like, well, come back on and and we'll do it again. She's like, okay, definitely. So, yeah, she did a real good job, you know. And that was an amazing weekend. We could have had 125 actors there, but COVID, uh, the limitation where we were filming, there was a hundred maximum. That was her county rules, and we had to. Hire, I bet you COVID cost us two thousand dollars for those three days because we had to hire a COVID officer who went around making sure everybody followed the rules. We had to buy all this disinfectant mask for everybody. That was probably $300 just getting masks. Cause we had a hundred people there and they had changed masks three times a day at least. And so, uh, you know, that was a challenge, but that's the only way we could get it filmed. And we really, uh, it turned out phenomenal because, like I said, we could have had a lot more actors there, but we ended up, we had to watch it. But we were at 100 all three days. And we pulled some out and wrapped them and brought some new ones in. And so that was, I had to credit my wife for that because she was keeping count. That's part of her job was keeping count. 
And, you know, when you got people leaving and coming, it's really difficult. She had some people working for her, but we always stayed under that hundred and it was, it was difficult, (laughs) difficult as a, as a uh, actor, you could take your mask off when you're acting or rehearsing, but as a director and crew, you never could take your mask off. And so, you know, you're okay, guys. Would y'all go away? Yeah, okay, you, you, you got to tell me because when I'm at work and we're trying to talk to the customers and the customers trying to talk to us, it's like, what? What did you say? I can't understand you. I, yeah. Like, so I could I'm imagine here anyway, and so it was very difficult. Oh yeah, I could imagine it was not that easy. No, uh-uh. but we got through it and got some phenomenal scenes. I mean, uh, we did the opening scene, which is like a minute thirty with nonstop shot. And uh, so really looking forward to seeing how that turned out. It Part of it is in the trailer, and it turned out really well. And so um, I just can't wait. You know, that's one of those things. It's like Santa Claus. You're waiting on Santa Claus to see what you get as a gift when you're a little kid. And now we've shot it, and, it, you know, I don't get to see it. I see the rough as we're shooting it. But then, I, you know, we download it and send it all to my editor, and then he starts working on it. I don't see anything until he finishes a complete scene. And then it's just like, okay, change this, change that, or man, you got, you nailed it, keep moving. And so, uh, got our fingers crossed. Hope we have another one like we've got. I've got your six. You know, and I've got your six could actually be turned into a full feature, but, you know, right now we've got so many other things. They asked me this weekend if I had anything else going. I said, I think we've counted 12 movies that we've got in order. So, and, and you know, I wrote them all, either wrote them all already, got them outlined, or just a idea, you know, a little blurb there of how I want to do it. And, and uh, then we've got some series. You know, Quail Whistle Production is our company, movie production company, and it's just booming. I mean, we're fixing to start spreading out into a lot of different areas, uh, TV and uh, streaming and, and uh, you know, shows like that. And so amazing. We took on <clears throat> Aunt Reed as our new partner. And so we've got three, you know, owners in it. And uh, she's going to take over some of the different branches so that way she can be working on her stuff, we can be working on our stuff, and then we all come together and, and it, you know, it's a it's a great business plan, I think. So hopefully we get some money rolling in. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that, that's, that's the key. The that's the key, yes. I, I know how you feel because I just started my own, my own little mini production company, like my own little digital production company where I want to help people uh, start podcasting, doing YouTube shows, and and stuff like that, little production here and there, and editing and all that. And so, it, it's it's like I started podcasting, and then it just opened other avenues for me, and it yep. just, and it, and it just made me want to like be more creative and do more things. So, it, yeah, I'm looking at maybe doing a podcast around the first of the year, but you know, right now I'm so busy. I'm trying to figure out if, if I'm gonna have time or not. You know, I had this great idea to do one, and and gonna have a really. I, I like the format we're talking about, but you know, I'm looking now if, if this production team goes in and we start getting funded, it's going to be 24 seven, yeah. you know, like, you know, we were talking about earlier and they asked me when I won the best directors award, if there's anything that I could tell new directors out there, I said, well, sleep is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you've been working a while when your wife calls you to eat and you don't know if it's breakfast, lunch, or supper. You know, literally one day I was working in here and she told me it's time to eat and I had no idea what was the time of day or night it was. I didn't even know what, you know, I walked out. I'm like, what is it? She goes, it's supper. I was like, oh, okay. I I couldn't have told you, you know. 
Yeah, one time I wanted to take a picture of my trash can because I'd worked all night and it's covered beer bottles falling out of the trash can because it was a long night, you know, trying to schedule a movie and writing scenes and checking things off. And you're just like, okay, y'all, I'm going to quit. It's three in the morning. I've got to quit. You know, I got to go get to bed. <laughs> so, yeah. and you know, a lot of people can't make it in the movie business because of that. You know, a regular day of filming is 12 hours. And then uh, if you're on the crew, it may be 14 hours. And a lot of people say, I'm done at eight hours. I'm like, we're still rolling at eight hours. You know, we still got four more hours. Oh, shoot, you know, some days are shorter, but the majority of them are, are 12 hours, just getting all you can while you can. And and uh, I'm looking forward to not being rushed, you know, on the next one because we had to rush some stuff on this because, you know, when, when we're paying for it out of our pocket and the uh, movie set's costing you so much a day, you're trying to cram as much in there as you can. Yeah, you're not trying to go over budget. You're not trying. You you, you know what? You have a, a specific amount that you're looking to spend. You're not trying to go over that. Exactly. So you're, you're like, okay, we need to let's get it. Let's go. Okay, yeah, it looks good. Let's go. Let's get it. Go. So, yeah. and I use Clint Eastwood's my role model as far as directing because uh, he said, of course, you're going to shoot at different angles, but a scene shouldn't be shot over five times, three to five times, and as long as you know they're getting it right. Now, if they're flowing it, that's a different story, but they get it right three times, we're moving on. We're going on to the next scene uh, because I think, I'm like him, I think you lose your uh, spontaneity and some of the energy, and it starts becoming very robotic. It's like, you know, after five or six times, ten times, they're just going through the lines. Then I've been on some movies that, that they would shoot the same angle 15 times. And you're just like, oh, no, not again, you know. But, uh, you know, you can overdo it, and, and and that just takes so much more time. You know, we shot a lot of scenes this last time we shot that took longer to set up the cameras and the lighting and, and get everything ready than it did actually shoot the scene, you know. And, uh you know, we shot it two or three, you know, two or three times and got it right, and we moved on. But it take thirty minutes to set up the whole cameras and the light, and or forty five just to get all that in there. But we needed, you know, some scenes that we either need to redo or added to it. And uh, one scene that was very, very short, we ended up taking shooting it one day and coming back and trying to film it the next day. And I don't know if it's going to work or not, but it's crazy how those little things do. You know, a very simple scene, and you're just like. I'm trying to, you know, here's what I want you to do. And we, I'll have to wait and see if with the magic of the editor makes it work. I think we're, I think if we put it in slow motion, it's going to work, you know, kind of like a slow motion move. I think, I think that might throw it into a good category and make it work. So we'll see, you know, just have to wait and see what it looks like on the screen. Oh, I'm sure it's going to, it's going to be a work of art, Bill. I'm sure. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Cause you, you put your heart into it, man. So I, I could imagine, it's gonna it's gonna show that that you put the work and the effort into it, and it's gonna be an amazing piece of work. Well, thank you. I can't imagine not doing it that way, you know. And I think that's why I, right now, of course, like I said, I've got twelve movies on 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 the horizon, and they're all my movies. I could do a movie for somebody else, but I I don't know, you know, how much that would you know. You still feel the whole thing. But you're gonna feel more for your own movie, and you have your own vision. So I'm, you know, I'm really excited, and that's why I was really excited about the trailer when I saw it. I was like, 
okay, we, we've got everything going. We can, we can do this. You know, everybody's working together and the light, Hey, the lighting's working. The camera's working. The sound's working. Uh, the scenes are working. So everybody's getting it done. So yes, we actually know what we're doing now <laughs> compared to two years ago when we go on set like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying to learn. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's, uh, you can't have, you know, I, I won't tell young directors out there, you can't have too much help. And that's what we found out. If you're going to spend money, spend it on PAs to get that. You know, if you're going to have, like my wife says, I can't shoot anything with under 75 actors. You know, it seems <laughs> like <laughs> I'd love to have something. Well, I've got a Hallmark movie that only has like 25 in it. So, uh, you know, that's, that's a, when I say Hallmark, that's a Hallmark quotation yeah. mark style of movie. And uh, we'll try to be pitching it to them or anybody else. But it's that style of movie. But uh, that's one of the smaller casts that I'm working with right now. So, uh, you know, it just everything gets bigger and bigger. You know, we've got modern day westerns, we've got modern day warfare, we've got World War II warfare coming up, we've got uh, more westerns coming up. So, you know, I'm really excited about it's. It's like uh, I, 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 I say it's like a, a snowball effect. Like I start with me, it was like. I started with the podcasting, then I started with other stuff, and then it just started snowballing, and other things started, other projects started mm-hmm. falling into place, and so it, it's amazing that like with the when when I last spoke with you, you had like two three projects in the works or whatever, and now mm-hmm. you're talking about you have like twelve projects, and <laughs> it's amazing, and, and it's and it's been and it's been like what two three months? I spoke to you like three months, two months ago, two three yeah. months ago. We had a whiteboard and it got full. We had to take a picture of it and erase it and start over. You know, it's just because we wanted to see how many projects I hadn't told anybody, but how many projects I had listed for our production company, and so when I got them all written down, they were always kind of like. <laughs> you know, if we do one a year, that's, but, uh, you know, I've, like I said, I've got modern day ones. Uh, I'm really looking forward to one. I hadn't started writing yet, but, I, but, uh, I've got it in my mind and I want to get started. But, you know, in World War II, soldiers should go in on brothers and they could do it in World War One too. And that's what saved my grandfather my, was his brother. But in World War Two, I had a distant cousin who ended up getting the, the Congressional Medal of Honor. For, uh, after he's, he was killed in battle, but he went in with his brother, and I want to try to make that a movie because he died very heroically. And uh, you know, he saw what happened was he saw his brother get shot there, pinned down by the Japanese on a hill, and could if anybody stuck their head up behind a tree or anything, they got shot. And so he saw his brother get his little brother get shot, and he goes crazy, storms the mountain, starts shooting inside the bunkers of the Japanese. They're shooting him; he's wounded. He goes from bunker to bunker, throwing hand grenades in there climbing up the hill and they finally mortally wound him. And while he's laying there on the ground dying, he still has his radio commanding his army guys where to go. And they all go crazy and just jump up under fire and capture the mountain. And so it turned out his little brother survived and and, and big brother didn't. But uh, the big brother was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor for his bravery. And I think that's going to make a massive movie. Uh, you know, we had not decide if we want to start when he's, Let's talk to my, my co-producer we, if we want to start it when they're little and move up or start it like in the military and have flashbacks of when they're little. But we've got to establish the brotherhood, you know, fishing on a creek and, you know, cane poles and, and bobbers, you know, and that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good movie. Uh, can't wait. But but I heard the quail whistles, our next big one, then our Hallmark-style movies worked in there. And then, you know, who knows? Who knows where we go after that? It may just depend on – 
what the uh, distribution wants to see. <coughs> if they, excuse me. If they want uh, war movies, we got it. If they want westerns, we got it. If they want modern day, we got it. So <laughs> don't have any porn, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right don't worry. Pornhub has that. Pornhub has that. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, we have to count on that one, you know. <laughs> like uh, my cameraman said one time, he said, I'll film almost anything. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, man, Bill, it's, it's always a pleasure to have you on. But well, thank you. I, I, I would love to have you an extra one day in one of your movies. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. I'd love to have you, man. Uh, Steve, yeah, Steve, yeah. I know Steve went to visit you uh, not that long ago, and uh he needed a little vacation, so he's like, he went away and he said, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna be indisposed because uh, uh, service at Bills isn't the greatest." So <laughs> no, it's way uh, our vineyard's where he is staying, and that's one of the reasons we moved. Uh, I loved we living on the vineyard, but we were living in a 300 square foot home, me and my wife. And one, it got small. You know, it just kept getting smaller and smaller. But two, there was the phone service was terrible and the internet service was terrible. And, uh, even though we, you know, we paid for both of them, it was just bad. And you, you, you know, I'd be talking on the phone. If I turned my head one way, oh, lost them, go back. And, <laughs> and he had a different type of phone system and he had one place on the whole 34 acres. He could go stand and get service. And so, yeah, he's pretty indisposed when he comes out there and I worked their tails off for about three days. <laughs> you know. Welcome to the world of vineyard work. <laughs> <laughs> What I did all day today, I mowed, I mowed an acre with a riding lawnmower, you know, just up and down the rows and go back tomorrow and finish. You know, it's, it just never stops. And, uh, you know, hopefully if we sell the movie for enough, we'll be able to hire some help out there at the vineyard and, and then we can concentrate on the movies. But we, we harvested in, uh, August and we should on our very first crop, which is usually always real small. We actually, on uh, one acre made 650 pounds of grapes. So it's going to make about a hundred bottles of wine. And so uh, that surpassed everybody's goals, but mine. I mean, I was I was telling everybody, we're gonna make a bunch of grapes. Nah, you ain't gonna make anything first year. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> and the reason you don't make a lot the first year is because you know you have one vine here that just loaded with grapes, and then the one right beside it doesn't have any. And you know, next year both of them will have it. So it's just a matter of how fast they grow and individually and stuff like that. So we'll have two two acres going next year. Uh, to harvest so and then after that we'll have seven acres to harvest so it's just moving on up you know slow as fast as we can that was our original plan this when we retire we're gonna put a vineyard in and, and work this vineyard and be retired and i got started in the movies and started making movies and then all of a sudden here we are production <laughs> company that's uh <laughs> looking at growing every day there goes there goes retirement but what? Who, who, but who, who really wants to retire though? It's not. I don't know. I, what, people ask me what I was going to do when I retired from school business. I said I'm not going to sit there and watch TV all day long. Well, you got to find something to do. No, really that's, quick. that's when. That's when you really. Yeah, that's you don't. You don't really retire. You have to find something to do. That's right. That's right. And that was the vineyard was going to be our thing to do. And and uh, then the movies came along. And so we're hopefully they'll go hand in hand. You know, like Francis Ford Coppola has a vineyard. Oh, yeah. His, his wine is pretty good, too. So, yeah, it is. It's very good. Yeah. I drank a lot of it. And uh, <laughs> so hopefully we can uh, uh, do something like that. You know, Quail Whistle. It's going to be Quail Whistle Vineyard. We named it also the same thing. And, and um, 
we're looking at labels right now. My son, he's he's going to start sidelining and marketing, and so he wanted to take it on. And he's really come up with some neat label choices for us. So we've got to decide on a label. He's still working on that, and uh, hopefully we can bring him on full time if we get we get rocking and rolling in the movie business too. So um, that'll be a lot of fun. Oh, well, look, it's, uh, you, you're gonna be having wine and movies. Oh man, this that's uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a great combination. We know we're going to do is, you know, we're going to publish Quail Whistle book. I heard the Quail Whistle and uh, put it in a box of the wine and a glass and a book signed by the author. And you can buy it all. And the, the premise is get your bottle of wine and get your glass and get your book, cuddle up in a blanket and sit there and read a book and drink a glass of wine. Oh, man, that's, a, that's a perfect that's a perfect gift for someone. Yeah, yeah, and so that's what we're going to try to hit up next year when we make a lot more wine. This year, you know, with 100 bottles, everybody knows what you're going to get for Christmas presents. You're know? <laughs> getting a bottle of wine. That's right, yeah. It's not quite enough to sell, but a little more than we can consume in a year, so we'll get, you know, we'll, it'll be a lot of publicity-type <laughs> bottles given away and things like that. But, you know, we're looking forward to it. I mean, it's amazing. All the preparation, and then when the grapes already start hanging, you're just stuck. I worried every day something was going to happen. And in fact, the uh, grasshoppers, birds, and and the the uh, wasp got like two rows in a matter of a weekend. It's amazing. Oh, I saw one row was they were getting on Friday, and I said, "Okay, we're going to harvest Monday." Come back Monday to harvest, and they got all of that row and part of the next row. So that's probably two hundred pounds of grapes that they oh. ate and devoured in just a matter of three days. So uh, next year we'll. Maybe stand guard out there and shoo all the birds and <laughs> wash the hey, back up, back up, yeah. Oh man, so, no, it's it's as like I said, as as always, is it's great to have you on, Bill. It's you're a great guy to talk to. I, I'm I'm so high. I was when I saw the, the um your post on Facebook and I saw you win all these awards. I'm like, oh man, that's awesome because we we because I thought it was cool just the concept of you having all the veterans serve in, in, in the movie and it was just, it was just great. That concept and anybody I spoke to about it, I was like, yo, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen anyone do. Like, and, and, and it's a way of thanking these veterans for their hard work mm-hmm. and dedications to the country. Yeah. And, and, and it, I, like I said, I thought it was a great idea and I'm glad you won a lot of awards. Well, thank you. There was no pressure on it until I found out the first lady, one of our first ladies, I can't say which one, uh, ex-first ladies had saw my, my uh, uh, casting call and and contacted J.R. Williams and asked him he needed to be involved in this and because he's in charge of Veterans for Outdoors, which trains veterans from military service to everyday life. And so we're going to donate any, a lot of proceeds that we make back to his organization. But when you find out the, the, the former first lady of the United States likes what you, you're doing and wants you, somebody to be involved in the movie, you're like, whoa, now we got to really live up to this thing. So, <laughs> nah, it was fun, you know, but I try not to let anything, anything like that bother me and just try to do what I know best and, and try to turn out the best thing we can. And, and I, I think we really captured time in the bottle that those two days. We can't ever replicate it. I know that. So can't wait to get it out there so everybody can see it. I love having you on, Bill. So anytime you want to come back on, I guess when uh, – actually, when uh, when Showdown is ready, you can uh, – when it's ready okay. to release, you, you can definitely come back on again. You know, I, I love having you on. I can so. show you the trailer then. Oh, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to see the trailer. 
That, that'd be bet, great for me because every time you come, you chill. You have your you have your, your glass. Last time I was, you was drinking beer. This time you have your glass of wine. Yeah, I had to go wine today. Uh, listen, you know, listen. You, you know, you here. This is hang out. This is hanging out. You know, this is hanging out. You can right. you can just that's have right. your, your just, have your drink and, and just and hang out. That's right. You know, it takes a lot of beer to make a good wine. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought I'd change a little bit. I'd already been out there working when it's hot. I thought, oh, I'm going to get a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Plug away. Let everybody know where they can uh, reach you at and where they can find you. Okay. Yeah, you can go to my IMDB page. Of course, I've got a, one for, set up for the showdown. For I've got your six, and I've, I've got one from me. You can go on Facebook, keep up with the behind the scenes on a lot of these movies. You know, I don't do a lot of Facebook, but I try to post things we were winning and, and pictures that we can post and things like that. So, uh, you know, those are some big areas there, and they can always message me, and I'll try to answer anybody questions they send me. I've always been able to answer them, and so uh, just invite you to that. Go to YouTube and watch our trailer, and uh, I like it, and that helps everything. So uh, appreciate you having me on. So it's it's my pleasure, Bill. Man, it's always my pleasure to have you on, man. Yeah, you're, you're a great guy. I love I love I love what you're doing out there, and keep doing what you're doing. And like I said, when when uh, Showdown is ready to be released, come back on and and let's see that trailer. Awesome. Maybe we can have you out and be in Quail Whistle movie out, out in Santa Fe where we're looking at filming. So listen, you tell me where I need to be at. I will be there. Awesome. That'd be great. Can't wait to see you in person. I will, and I and I will record a show while I'm over there too. There you go. There you go. We're hitting all kinds of things now. We're going to do everything. Two great minds. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bill. You have a great day. Thank you, man. Take care, man. You be safe. Enjoy the rest of that wine. And uh, yeah, keep doing doing some great work, Bill. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. No problem. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. That was the amazing Bill Foster. He's just, he's killing the game right now. He's got 12 projects. I can't believe it. Last time I spoke to him, like I said, he's only had three projects. Now he's got 12 projects. And congratulations once again on those awards, Bill. That's that's amazing. I've got your six. It's, it's, like I said, it's amazing just the fact that he, he used all veterans to shoot this to shoot this movie. So congratulations. And um, we'll be right back. Hey, what's up? This is Christopher Stolle of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. The podcast you are listening to is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com. That's s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and information on those shows, as well as information and ability to contact publicist Steve Joyner for more information. Just go to the website and check out the family, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, enjoy the show. All right, and we're back. Thank you once again to Bill Foster for coming on the show. Always a pleasure having him on. So let's go with my inspirational quote of the day. Overcome the notion that you must be regular. It robs you of the chance to be extraordinary. Uta Hagen. That is my quote of the day. All right, so time for shout outs. Big shout out to the listener of the month, Salim. Appreciate you, brother, man. You're always supporting me. I appreciate it. Whenever you see me on the floor at work, you always uh, be like, yo, I'm listening, I'm listening, so I appreciate you. So my listener of the month, my man, Celine. Big shout out to my man, Steve Joyner. 
I'm, listen, I don't know how many times I gotta say this, Steve. Man, you just be, you, just, you know, you the man. You just do, you just do your thing, man. Appreciate you, brother. Big shout out to my homegirl Brandy J. Big shout out to my man Jesus Paz from the Screaming Chewy Show. Big shout out to Talking Real One Thousand King Says Poppy J. Big shout out to my wife Fina. Love you, baby. And a big, big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.